Hello, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis, Jacob Rain. We're minus Jeremy Hyman, but we add two great voices that you've heard before in Zach Rosen and Chris Gehring joining us here on the podcast. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Of course, we're going to preview the West Coast trip, but let's first, guys, let's talk about that big comeback win. First, let's talk about um, I, I want to want to let our listener, listeners in on a little something. Uh, Jeremy is obviously <laughs> Jeremy's on his way. You're going in already? I was going to yeah. wait till you talk about <laughs> no, Orlando. I'm, just, I'm going straight in. Oh, I'm my going gosh. straight in on Jeremy and putting him on blast. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, um, Jeremy missed the team flight this morning. He did. First time ever. I think that's, first, I first think that's time his first time ever, first time ever time missing ever. the team flight. And uh, <laughs> so... Jeremy's catching a little commercial ride out to Phoenix this evening. uh, Ow! That's like the one flight that I never want to miss. The West Coaster. The West Coast trip. The plane's amazing. The food is amazing. We all are sitting in these beautiful, big, first-class seats. All the food we want. I don't think Jeremy was thrilled about the situation. (laughs) No. (laughs) He was not happy. We'll let him him comment next week when he's back. Sources familiar with the situation. Sources familiar with the situation say he was not thrilled. (laughs) Will McKinley, probably also very confused at where he was. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I I was waiting for them to land before I called Will McKinley. Kenley did so we'll maybe on the next podcast we'll give you an update because we plan to pod a lot now huh we're looking forward to really increasing the number of podcasts we're doing yeah. as we are podcasting right now after you heard a great podcast we had with Brandon Jennings now we're going to talk about uh, now we'll talk about Orlando huh 115 to 114 win over Orlando a huge comeback win and of course uh, Jacob we'll start with you can't say enough about uh, Boyan Bogdanovich huh you, you sure can't I mean you, you look at that game he had, and he said all kinds of uh, the the stats are unbelievable. He, he had he had eight threes, which is a personal career high. It's the fifth most in franchise history, and he's the first reserve in franchise history to ever hit eight threes. Um, um in the NBA this year, he's now tied for the most threes off the bench. Um, that's off the, name the, of the bench, podcast. nice plug. Off the bench, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, for by any NBA player. I mean, you can't speak of it after the game. You know, he's just talking about getting in his zone like that and the guy was was seriously feeling it yeah um, everything was everything was right right down the hatch um he couldn't he couldn't miss and uh zach I t- most of the game i just i don't know i just got this feeling like oh my gosh we i don't know if we're going to win this game i really don't but they found yeah, a i way. got a feeling that we were going to lose when we were yeah. down by 17 yeah. points <laughs> well, yeah i've got a good fact from you guys for you guys that i saw just a few minutes ago is that that was our largest fourth quarter comeback win since 1999 ding 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 so, ding 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 yeah Something turned around, and it was mainly just three-pointers going in. We were seven for eight in the fourth quarter. Boyan had five of those, and sometimes the ball just goes in the basket. Yeah. 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 It was, I mean, it, it's, an, it's an incredible comeback, but it's also a testament of the kind of team that, that, that the Wizards have built this year. And, like, you see, you know, Boyan and Brad, their, their shots are so um, – they're so replicable. They're so pure – and the, just the mechanics of both of those guys, when they start feeling in the zone, um, it is really, really tough to get them off their spots. And, you know, the, the, the way we were moving the ball and getting those guys open, I mean, some of those looks for Boyan were, I mean, those were warm-up threes. Yeah. And he was just nailing it's wide them. open. I mean, um, you look, it's I really mean, good work by you, our guys. You look, but you look, I mean, that was, that was, I think, you know, the first game where you really saw it. You look at that lineup with yeah. – Boyan, Brad, and Otto mm-hmm. in the game together, and the wealth of who do you check? The, 
Who yeah. do you check? Man. And, and you're, it's not like you can let John go free. I mean, because <laughs> he's going to take it right at you. And then you've yeah. got a guy in Keith who, when you go really small, Keith can also step out. Yeah. It's it's an incredibly hard lineup to yeah. guard. And we now, and you know, with the addition of Boyan, I mean, we really have can go big. We can go small. There are mm-hmm. a lot of different looks we can throw at teams right now. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic simple problem that you try to create that, like, you, you know, John is, is I would say, a, a, an elite athlete capable of oh, really that's putting... that's hot take. John's really, an right. elite athlete. You know, obviously, <laughs> he's... Hot I, take. I, I, <laughs> you know, John's an elite athlete that can put so much pressure and, and attract so much attention when he decides to attack the rim. And when you surround him with that many shooters, you know, obviously combined with, you know, being an elite athlete, also an elite passer, I mean, that's a, that's a lethal combination down the stretch and... Um, yeah, it's just really tough to at, defend. At some point this season, I expect him to get over 20 assists in one game. Like, I'm looking forward to it. Wow, that's yeah. going to be that great. 19 he, he assist almost had 19. Yeah. I mean, he almost had 20. Right? Yeah, yeah, right at 19. Career high like, is oh 19. Oh, my gosh. Now, going into the Toronto game, Washington had won three straight back-to-back series. They have five back-to-backs in March, two coming up on this road trip, which is it's going to be tough for them. There's no doubt it's about this, that. The rest of the season is brutal. Yeah. I mean – there's yeah, no, there's no way to 24 now, but, but that's, you know what? That's what you do is you put yourself in a situation where that if you lose a couple games in March, yeah. you've built up this 13 game edge over 500. And right. so, you know, you don't, you don't panic and you're going to yeah. lose. They're going to lose games in March. There's yeah. no way you can go through this gauntlet with winning every game. No team in the NBA could do that. Yeah. And and the problem is they're they're of the top three teams. They're the only one with a losing record on the road at eleven and fifteen. Toronto Raptors behind them are sixteen and fifteen. Atlanta Hawks seventeen and fourteen. So we know the Wizards have to kind of turn turn the tables a little bit. Much that how damage done was done early in the season. It was. Though. It was. Now the good thing. Let's go game the game. We'll start with Phoenix. Uh, they had a big win last night over the Celtics. Uh, the Wizards actually were watching in the locker room because we were in the locker room with the Make-A-Wish kid um, to give you a little funny inside tidbit. So after the game, um, the kid's in the middle of the huddle, and Scott Brooks is like, hey, how about that defense, huh? The kid was like, it was all right. He was. The coach was like, okay, we'll do better next time. <laughs> he said that. But um, Side note, I am listening in on uh, Scott Brooks' game. Yeah. Uh, and Scott Brooks was asked about Niger, the – Nair. Nair. Mm-hmm. I apologize. The young Make-A-Wish uh, um, kid we had at the game. And Scott Scott had, Scott had some pretty poignant words to uh, to say about our team and the work mm-hmm. we do in the community and stuff like that. And I would I would highly recommend going back and listening to the final question. You can find um, Scott Brooks' whole post game on WashingtonWizards.com and going back and listening to what Scott had to say about the final question when asked about that because yeah. you know, Scott, Scott speaks very well and he had very – very fond things to say and, and put a lot of things in perspective and I was I was really impressed with his answer and the good thing is John and Brad also said things but Ernie what two three years ago talked about how he wanted character players and and that's really what we have built around or having some really quality character players and it showed in the way that they treated Nair yesterday he had a great time being in the starting lineup you know John gave him three jerseys autographed two pairs of shoes John's his favorite player he said that he's better than Steph because all Steph can do is shoot John well, didn't uh, say that. <laughs> Nair said we're not, that. We're not trying to start Nair, that. No, we're not. But just hearing the kid like, John's the best. He really looked up to him, and that was really good. But So the Wizards begin the road trip 
at Phoenix. The last time they beat the Suns here in Verizon Center, it was a back-and-forth game. Wizards won 106-101. That was Beal's career high, 42 yeah, 42 points. that night. Big game for him. What do you remember about that game, Zach? Uh, probably just two back-and-forth. It was mainly just a product of how we were playing to start the season, but it was an important win at the time, which, looking back, should have probably been a, an easier game. Yeah. But I think they'll take a few things away from it. The team is so different now with Jennings, Bogdanovich, Mahinmi, mm-hmm. a different rotation that it's it's hard to take too much away from it. But Suns rotation is a lot different too. Yeah. yeah. The Suns trade away P.J. Tucker. Um, they've got a really high-octane offense with that backcourt. The Kentucky boys, Bledsoe and Booker, Tyler Eulis has been stepping it up, so there'll be a lot of Kentucky on the floor. Uh, their defense has not been as good, but they're on a home stand. They're pretty comfortable right mm-hmm. now. I think that it's going to be a tougher game than maybe we thought, but in terms of the West Coast trip, it's the first game on the schedule. Compared to the other opponents and atmospheres, it, it should be one you want to get. And John, he likes going up against his other Kentucky guards and Booker Absolutely. and Ulysses. He was watching that yesterday when when he hit the game winner over Boston. And it was like cool because it was a Kentucky guy, but then also the fact that obviously we are going up against Boston in term in the standings and trying to to best them. So uh, it was a good win f- to see Phoenix beat one of the opponents that we need to have a few more losses. Definitely, and the battle between him and Bledsoe will always be fun, just because yeah. they were teammates at Kentucky, yeah. and so they're great friends. They're they're close, and I, you know when they were here last time, it was, I, re- I remember it being a battle between the two of them. It's fun to watch and. Both of them are special players, obviously both super athletic and fun to watch get up and down the floor. And, you know, the first game on the West Coast trip, not a bad time to have to have a track meet. So, yeah, um, it'll be fun to watch. And, Jacob, you've mentioned a couple of times about how it's four games in five nights, so it's not going to be easy. None of these games are easy. But with Phoenix, what do you think they need to do? To kind of start the road trip off right, but right. obviously get a win against maybe the toughest team. Well, I mean, because it's that first one, I feel like you're so relaxed. You think it's. I think I think the toughest game. I think the toughest game of the. Uh, I think the toughest game of this of uh, this whole slate is. I think I'll say it's Denver. Um, yeah. We can we can talk about that in a second. We get back to Phoenix. Yeah. Um. I think it's. I think it's. It's gonna be. It's gonna come down to. It's. It's gonna come down to who can. Um. I was gonna say it's gonna come down to who can score more points, which is <laughs> obviously the case. But really, in a game like this where neither team is defending particularly well right now, it's. It's really gonna come down to which offense I think. Um, which defense get more stops late? Mm-hmm. Um. I'll say that's okay. Such okay. A no. 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 It's, it's fine. It's fine. But <laughs> I mean. Um, that's how you have to play on the road. I mean, yeah. your defense wins you games on the road. Well, I feel like it's that first game that can either be deceiving or, like, when I look at the last road trip, um, not the last road trip, forget what I was going to say about There was one of the games where it's like they won the first game and we thought that would be, like, the beginning of them having a great road trip, and it did, and then they lost the rest of them. But forget my thought there. Let's move on to Denver. They beat Denver 92-85. to Denver led almost the entire game. That was an uh, ugly one. <laughs> it was. The Wizards pulled it out down the stretch. Um, but, again, just like you say, it's a different Wizards team. You know, maybe we're going to see a more mature Denver team this go-round. Yes? Yeah, it's a totally deceiving game when we had them earlier just because Denver scores so many points. I think they're fourth in the NBA in, in just overall scoring this year. Um, they also like to get up and down the floor. They have a lot of guys that can do it. They spread the ball around extraordinarily well, too. I think their assist number is also top 10 or 5 in the NBA. 
um, they're a really good squad and they're deep and they're young. Um, so they have a lot of growing to do. I, I think that is obvious by their record and where they sit. They're in that weird eighth spot mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in the West. But, I mean, the, the, the talent is there, and it's, and it's spread pretty well across their roster. Um, so having them on the second night of a back-to-back after, a, I guess, a decently sized you know, trip after that Phoenix game, that's yeah. a tough. That's a really, really tough test, and um, you know we'll just have to see. That you can't really take too much from that game we had here, though. That was just a really ugly game. I think this one will be much more high scoring. The least, stat man Zach, at least on one side. What do you got? I was just checking out their schedule, uh, but yeah, I mean Nikola Jokic is going to be the guy to watch in this game. I mean, Nikola. He, he is one of the best passing big men in the game already. Um, I mean, he's been added to the unicorn list lately, but. They can't just focus on one player, and I think that's the key against the Nuggets is they spread the ball really well. You don't really know who's going to go off for them, mm-hmm. and you just have to lock in your man. But I think I agree with Jacob that this is probably going to be the toughest game of the road trip because the altitude factor, um, the Playing back-to-back. Against a really what should be a really fast-paced game yep. against yeah. Phoenix. Yep. So, And uh, that team is also fighting for a playoff spot with yep. our one of the other opponents. And on they're also on a home Portland. stand like mm-hmm. the Suns. So yeah. we're going to be traveling a ton, and these two teams are just sitting at home mm-hmm. getting ready in their routine. So yep. that's a big difference this late in the season. And then they get one day off before they go to Sacramento. Uh, they beat Sacramento in overtime, 101-95. Beal had 31 points. Oubre had his first double-double of his career. But DeMarcus Cousins had 36 points and 20 rebounds. I don't think DeMarcus but is th- going to have 36 points That's the points best news is that there's no longer in Sacktown Boogie Down Productions, right? Which is great for us, so to speak. But uh, never take a team lightly. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just recall that was an overtime game and – it was another ugly one <laughs> earlier in the yeah. season yeah. Uh, on a Monday night. The energy was kind of lacking, but mm-hmm. we again, the Wizards were able to pull, pull it out. I mean, in the NBA, a win is a win, and I think that people forget that, uh, that you, you need to beat these teams, but also if it's a close game like Orlando. I remember that against Orlando. I yeah, yeah. it's a yeah, win. Absolutely. you got to take it, even if they had to come back from 17 points. It's a great – it's a win. It's a great win. I think the th- the thing about Sacramento right now is this is a team that a lot of guys are uh, they've got a lot of guys playing hard you know it's a it's a v- it's a very young cast of characters now guys like um, Buddy Heald Willie Cauley Stein um, and they're and they're all they're all fighting there this is this is a huge opportunity for them mm-hmm. and so they've got they've got a, and you know some veterans in the league that are playing for another contract and guys like yeah. Ty Lawson and Darren Collison and. Tyree, Tyree Gavins. Gavins, and yep. so it's, yeah. it's it's a team that's been playing pretty feisty um, since the boogie trade. And I so wonder if Jeremy, hopefully, he'll make this flight when he gets to Sacramento. Maybe spend a little bit of time with Garrett Temple. I'd be curious to see what he thinks about this. Garrett's team hurt, isn't he? Unfortunately, I, he might be. Yeah, he, yeah, I but I mean, I feel like he's got to still know just what what it's been like in Sacramento, playing in a new arena, the fact that Boogie's gone, what that adjustment has seems like been, it's been like. A, it seems like it's been a really weird year, though. Yeah. Like Temple, a weird five Temple's years. out uh, today just for rest. Yeah. His hamstring, so he might play Friday. We yeah. really won't know until Friday, probably. Okay, so after Sacramento, they play another back-to-back game against the Portland Trail Blazers, another team they beat, 120-101 here in Verizon Center. The Wizards led the entire game. Wall and Beal had 24 and 25 points, respectively, and Oubre with 18 off the bench. 
But Portland, to me, is probably the scariest team, at least in terms of the backcourt with McCullough and Damian Lillard. McCollum. McCollum, excuse me, and Damian Lillard. Um, yeah, I mean, they, 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 those two guys are their dynamic backcourt. They can really fill it up and get hot quick, specifically McCollum. I mean, I mean, you can say that for both of them, but McCollum is, a, is an assassin from beyond the arc yeah. and um, can score in a lot of ways and really attack. And so, obviously, they're the focus, um, but they also just acquired Yusuf Nurkic, who has helped them a ton in the paint. Um, speaking of Denver, you know, another thing that he's brought, I think, whatever, he's, he's, pro- he's, got, he's close to, like, a 10-rebound-per-game guy, and that's something that the Nuggets had a wealth of, and we'll find that out as well, that they're a yeah. great rebounding team. But, um, you know, they've, they've added Nurkic. They've had a, a kind of a topsy-turvy season as well, and so – We'll see how how we find them, but obviously them being at home is a huge advantage, and being deep in a road trip at that point, um, that's I mean, tough. If Portland makes the playoffs, I guess they could consider it a win, but realistically, this has been a disappointing season for Portland, I'm sure, right? It, it has been, because last year they played a lot better than they, they were expected to. Terry Stotts did a really good job, and yeah, I think they brought in some new guys, and guys like Alan Crabb have had to step up more mm-hmm. than they did the year before. Um, but yeah, Al Farouk Aminu. Aminu, yeah. Uh, the bottom line, though, again, is the fourth game in five nights for us. Yeah, the Trailblazers are, I think, ten and twenty-two on the road entering today. But they're so they have a winning record at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've always played well 13. there. So last time we played them, we blew them out. That was on Martin Luther King Day, the afternoon game. Uh, our starters didn't even have to play that much. Yeah, and we shut down Lillard and McCollum. I suspect this one will be a lot. Different. It'll be a, yeah. a lot different. And Nurkic yeah. has actually been passing the ball well too for them out of the big man spot. And when they had Mason Plumlee there, he kind of clogged up more space compared to Nurkic. Mm-hmm. So I think that's helped their offense a lot. The results have been mixed, but they're they're going to be an interesting opponent. Portland's on the outside looking in a game and a half behind the Denver Nuggets for that eighth spot in the playoffs. They are four and six in their last ten. All right, last team on the road against Minnesota. Uh, they beat Minnesota 112-105, shot almost 60% from the field, all starters in double figures. John Wall, 18 points, 18 assists, but Wiggins went off for 41 points. How are they going to stop him this time, Jacob? He's a he's a really tough guy to stop, and a yeah. lot of teams have been asking that question this year. Um, but um, I think with 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 Wiggins, it's it, you know he's he's going to get some of his. It's a matter of and Towns is going to get some of his. I think it's a matter of not letting their complementary pieces beat you as much. Um, not letting a guy guys like Shabazz Muhammad, Gorgie Jang, Ricky Rubio get a lot of buckets. Um, you know if you if you contain if you manage to contain those guys. Wiggins and Town get some of theirs, but that's a, this is it's a team you should beat. Yeah, the yeah. interesting thing I was looking at too with Minnesota that I was, I was telling Zach about earlier is that the diff their their point differential on the season, like on average, is close to zero, and it's like zero point three on the season, and that's better than like three playoff t- three current NBA playoff teams as well as every team that's in front of them between. Like the space between them and the eighth seed in the West right now, mm-hmm. they have a better differential than all those teams. They also have a better differential than um, a couple of playoff teams in the East and one in the West. I forget what I was looking at, but so you know they've they can play any team close. They obviously have firepower with with Levine, Towns, and and Wiggins. That's not a bad big three to mm-hmm. have, and um, the complimentary pieces are good as well. You know, Gorgie's a solid player, and um, the the supporting cast is young, but 
but talented and so you know they'll have to be ready that's that's we've had plenty of success against them over over the years but that's not one that you really want at the end of a five game west coast no that's that's a tough test that's a lot of talent and it may only be a game but they're the only team of the five teams we're playing with a winning winning record in their last 10 games at six and four so the good news is that if you haven't noticed they don't they get up and down the good news is a lot of teams a lot of teams all five of these teams are in the bottom eight in defense yeah Yeah. so (laughs) the, the timberwolves are the best defensive team out of that bunch and they're 23rd in the nba according to defensive rating so if that tells you anything, the theme here is we are going to want to score a lot of points, mm-hmm. and hopefully that's all you have to do to, to hold them off because our defense has been playing better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Timberwolves are such an interesting team. Like Chris is saying, that point differential kind of translates to that they have a zero net rating, but they're 12 games under 500. So yeah. yeah. You never really know what you're going to get against them. And so the good news is that the Wizards have beat all of these teams mm-hmm. here at home. The bad news is none of them uh, were wins on a back-to-back. So th- at least when you think about Denver and Portland, that'll be something a little bit different that you have to add to the equations when you think about the Wizards and what they will do on the road. Hopefully, hey, if they win all five of these games, then they actually end up yeah. with a winning record on the road. But I know that's a tall task to think that it's easy to do. Um, but I think it is possible. Uh, is there a game that, we said that Denver's the toughest one. Which game do you think is the easiest one to say, okay, that's a W? I would go with Phoenix just because it's right off the bat. Yeah. We should be as fresh as we're going to be. And, you know, we had success against them before. Obviously, we've we've beaten all these teams. But um, I, I think it's got to be Phoenix. It's, it's interesting that on this trip, I would say that the two toughest games are both the second half of a back-to-back. Um, mm-hmm. It's a tough test. But, yeah, I would say that Phoenix is probably the – Phoenix, I think, is as well because they turn the ball over a lot and we're really good at forcing yep. turnovers. But, yep. yeah, for me it's Phoenix or Sacramento. Sacramento is just in an identity crisis. A lot of players are kind of molding together last minute. It's it's not a disaster, but strategically it's a really tough situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, both those games – and we've been really good on the front end of back-to-backs. Yep. So that's yeah. encouraging as well. Yeah. What do you um, think, Jacob? I think Sacramento's the easiest game on the trip. I think Phoenix is one of the tougher games on the trip. That's a team that's playing with a lot of confidence right now. They yeah. are playing well. That's, um, that's true. But they I, are still 21 and 42. They've won three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> they've <laughs> won three in a row. Um, so no, I think something um, to be said for that. I mean, definitely. I, the, the positive things I said about Sacramento before hold, do hold true. I mean, they have a lot of players playing hard right now, but they're a really bad team. Yeah. I, I was yeah. going to say Sacramento as well because uh, I feel like especially if coach is going to give them a day off on the ninth, they get to relax. So it may not be the beginning of a road trip, which I do get that too with Phoenix, Chris. But I feel like Sacramento may be the game that it's like, okay, here's the one that I'm definitely going to put a W um, on. I'm not going to definitely put one next to anything. Oh, but I'm if definitely. I, but if I, have, if I have to pick one, that, that's Why my – Why can't you definitely? No guarantees Have some here. confidence. I, I have plenty of confidence. I, I mean – I'd say it's gonna be a three and two trip. Three and two trip. I think you okay. want to go at least three and two. Yep. Yeah. And any th- and, I mean, going two and three wouldn't be the end of the world. But I think you really want to go three and two based on, the competition with the Celtics and Raptors for between the two and four seeds. We're we're up I think three and a half on the Hawks in the division, and I mm-hmm. mean, 
I think the division is almost just as important. We haven't won a division title since the championship season. Would be mm-hmm. so great. So. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. And also, when you look at that second West Coast trip, it, it is it is daunting. Very. Yeah. Br- I mean, it's this one's brutal because of the back to backs. Like you take, um, but I mean, th- this you take you take each of these games in a vacuum, and you yeah. say, yeah. I think the Wizards will win that game, yep. but they're not going to. They're not going to win all five games on yeah. this road trip. It would be it would be a minor miracle if they did to, with yeah. four and five nights. But mm-hmm. so you you can't you can't take the trip in a vacuum. Three and two would be great. You know, two and three is nothing to shake your head at. Four and one would be wonderful. I mean, I say three and two with wins over Phoenix, Sacramento, Minnesota, and Denver and Portland. That feels pretty chalky to me. It is, but I feel like that's that's what I think they can do because I feel like that second half of a back to back, although they have had success. Beat Toronto the on that second half. Games. Those are two tough, toughest yeah, games. Yeah, can't speak highly enough about the fact that we took down Golden State at home, and then the next and night Toronto, Toronto on the road. Yeah, that yeah. Was pretty amazing. just like that Toronto game, it's gonna it's gonna be up to the bench to step up on this whole road trip, and I think you're gonna see Jennings play a lot more minutes. Jason Smith should be getting in the game, and I know all of our Wizards fans who praise <laughs> him move. on social media will Jace be happy. <laughs> uh, but it's been really nice to see just how much of a team player he is, even though his minutes have changed a lot with Jan back and playing small. Uh, but, yeah, the bench is going to be key in managing those minutes. The Wizards are 7-3 and three in their last 10, best record in the Eastern Conference Let's see what they do out west. Over those last ten. Over those last not ten. Overall. Yes, not overall. We're Best not in, in first those place. last ten. No, but we're, I, I feel like we're not far off. I think we're not far off. Only five games back. We're not. I, think ga- I don't. I don't. I think that's an insurmountable five games. What? I don't think we're going to get. Wait. The number so one. you have more confidence Bar- in that? an injury. You have yeah. more confidence in that, and you can't pick a win on the road and say it's a guaranteed win. No. I didn't. I first off, I didn't say it was a guarantee we weren't going to get the number one. <laughs> but it, I think it is extraordinarily unlikely, given <laughs> given the schedule we have coming up and the quality of the team we have to catch. And yeah, I, I, I think Touché. that even getting into this conversation is a little <laughs> ridiculous right now that we've even ended up here. But considering we're trying to get a two or three seed to not play them in the second round, I think speaks pretty pretty yeah. well to what Jacobs. So now we're jockeying saying. for position, huh, Zach? I just think what seed would you like them to have? I think the number two seed would be great. If you can get the number one seed, you're not going to complain about it. Right, right. The number two seed would be ideal to have home court until. We have a lot of time to talk about seeding. A lot is going to happen. A lot is going to shake up. Unfortunately, speaking of seeding, we have some uh, college tournaments coming up. That's uh, a little bit um, before March Madness. We've got the college tournaments. I've got Pitt in the ACC in our conference tournament. That's. Not a good choice, huh? It's not a good choice, but it's the only going one all I've the got. way. It, no, I'm just saying oh. that's where I graduated oh, your, your team. from. Yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. got to go for Pitt. I think they they should win their first game. Although Georgia Tech's <laughs> that's pretty only good, one, only one. Otherwise, they're not beating Virginia. So I Georgia yeah. Tech to win that game too. <laughs> no, jeez, we're not going to make it out of the first round. <laughs> they're uh, seated 14th, Jim. Okay, they've been terrible. I know, but I, I'm going to have. They did a beat my confidence in they the Big They did. I went to that game quite a long time ago. I went to that game, and then I looked. I was like, Maryland's terrible, and then I looked back like four weeks later, and they had only lost two games. I'm like, what the heck? Well, what don't worry, they, they lost plenty down they the stretch. Yeah, we'll look forward to look forward to having the Big Ten in our oh, house this I can't week. Wait. I cannot wait. We've got my alma mater, Louisville, back Louisville. in postseason. Louisville yeah, contention. Louisville. Congrats to that. We're back, and uh, yeah, we're ready. Yeah, ready to take on probably Duke on Thursday afternoon in the quarterfinals. So we will we'll see what happens. Are you going to wear red? Go cards. Are you like 
you like have a lot of Cardinals gear? Yeah, no, yeah, I will definitely be sprinkling some in. Okay, some casual, some casual Louisville wear. Zach across the week. The Badgers are here. Uh, I think they're arriving on Wednesday, and we're we don't play until Friday. Uh, I think we play the winner of Iowa or Indiana, and then could have a potential showdown with Maryland on Saturday. Are we, are we watching that together or separate? Oh, I think we'll be here for it. That's so. right. Right? Are you going to come to the game? Well, of course, but yeah. am I going to sit with him or not? Oh, I think you should sit. I with think him. we're going to yeah. lose. We I'm going to get really angry at him. Yeah. And <laughs> we didn't get. It's going to be a great situation. For <laughs> that. We didn't get to sit together at uh, the last one because uh, I was out of town. But mm-hmm. the Badgers and did beat Maryland by eleven I points. Was, I was it's about as angry as I've been during a Maryland game this year. I was <laughs> Yeah, he started calling the refs names and you know oh, sometimes it it's not, not the refs. Not, I was not happy with the officiating <laughs> in that game. I also wasn't happy with the rebounding either, because it turns out Maryland doesn't rebound. Fun fact. <laughs> it turns out Maryland doesn't anyway, rebound. this is just the beginning of what's gonna be a great month. It yeah. really is. And we're gonna have a lot of good stuff for you. Great stuff for you on Off the Bench Podcast too. We're 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 trying to figure out who we're gonna get. So maybe if you use a hashtag off the bench and tell us who you would like to get. We're thinking of getting uh, someone, uh, a foreigner versus uh, an American-born player Picking to help tournament. us th- to pick the March Madness. And I, I really uh, want to get. I, I really tournament. want to see if we can get um, Sheldon and Daniel on. Yeah. Talking NCAA. Yeah. Um, those yeah. guys were there obviously very recently. Yes. And they yeah. watched Daniel, a lot of hoops. Daniel uh, had a little success in the tournament last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And I think they, I think they'd add a great insight. Yeah, we've got a good group. I mean, our, looking at our roster, obviously we've got plenty of international flavor now, but we've got a good yeah. group of college representation as well. I mean, we've got a couple Kansas guys. Obviously, we all know John is a UK guy, and uh, Miami, Florida's Villanova, not doing Brad with Florida. Um, so we'll see what happens. It'll, it'll, it's a good group, and we'll see what they all start talking about because um, I know that it'll be. A, It'll be the talk of the locker room as well once all their squads get going. So Hopefully what you're talking about. Month. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully what you're talking about, Wiz Kids, is this great podcast that you gain some knowledge from Zach and Chris about the upcoming road trip with Jacob Rain chiming in. Jamoke Davis here with our Off the Bench podcast. We want to thank all of the DC family for listening. We really appreciate the support. Check us out on iTunes. Listen to our past podcasts where we've had Brandon Jennings, Elena Deladon, Marching Gortat on, Jason Smith. So we'll have uh, maybe two or three guests for the next episode. We're thinking, if not the ninth, maybe the 14th. What do you think, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe here. in between the road trip or wait until they come back after Minnesota. We'll see how they play. Yeah, we'll see how they play. Yeah. Okay. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Ciao for now.